Listen to Devil Fruit Punch. It's a podcast that covers the hit manga One Piece, 10 to 15 chapters at a time. Sure, there are thousands of other recap and review podcasts, but only 50 of them are about One Piece. Every week, John and Patrick, of Dragons, Dragons, Dragons fame, are joined by their good friend Matt to discuss One Piece in manageable portions. They just finished the Marine Ford War arc, and can't wait to get started on what we lovely call One Piece Z. The podcast also covers some of the major motion pictures and the live-action series, which came out in August. They don't take themselves too seriously. They love to patiently tease their friend Patrick, who is experiencing this all for the first time. There's nothing more magical than the wonder experiencing One Piece for the first time, with its whimsical world, powerful characters, and lighthearted goofs. It brings them so much joy to take this journey with a new fan of the series, and we think you'll enjoy it even more than they do. Every Monday, join them as they discuss Buggy's prison workout routine, Crocodile's internalized misogyny, and so much more. Devil Fruit Punch can be enjoyed by people new to the series, anime watchers, and One Piece veterans alike. Listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever fine podcast products are found. I love anime where the theme song gets the point, uh, just crams in the synopsis of whatever the anime is supposed to be about. Fucking those Dragon Balls! And I'm, t- and I'm looking at you, Jujutsu Kaisen. Would it kill you to just be like, hey, curses exist? <laughs> Get those fingers, Sakuna's fingers. How many fingers does he have? It's ten. Twenty, actually. It's Wait, 20. is it twenty? <laughs> I haven't read the manga. Yeah, Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's twenty because yeah, it's, it's like he has. He's got arms. fingers on his feet. Oh, he's got four arms. Oh. Yeah, yes, he has four arms. I thought maybe he just has foot fingers and calls them fingers. <laughs> you mean toes? Exactly. Bro, you mean toes? Sakuna. This Are is what this is what I thought for three seconds. Sakuna in his infinite power was never told what toes were. (laughs) (laughs) He just called them foot fingers. He's the strongest guy in the verse, but he was never told what toes were. Okay, here's the thing. If you eat Sakuna's toes, you don't get curse powers, but you do get a weird feather. Yeah, that's for sure. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, let's going on fam it's your boys lawson phoenix and my co-host benny g hermosen and welcome to another week and another episode of balling out and uh yeah the boys are back in town baby boys back in town boys back in town so used to doing this with a third person, and like I sit quietly in the chair and wait to, as Lawson goes through the uh, process of interviewing the the person that's way more interesting than me. But now, now I get to uh, talk much more uh, and let you guys know uh, I don't give a fuck. You think Katie didn't have a give a fuck energy, bro? Y'all don't even know. Y'all don't I don't even give a know. fuck. About anything, fuck everyone, fuck everything. What I got, con- I had, um, I've had had concussive brain trauma. I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I miss you, Benji. I had the uh, guests on for the last couple episodes where you were out getting suplex on your head, and um, but yeah, I'm glad to have you back, brother, brother. What can I say except you're welcome? But no, it's been a, it's been a hell of a month, hell of a month for anime. The One Piece live action is going 
wild. Soon everybody will learn the greatness of One Piece. But not just that. Uh, we're we are we like to say we're in a golden era of anime. Benny yeah. B. Oh, oh, absolutely. And um, with golden eras means there must be golden lists, lists of greatness. And this week, I thought, I thought you were about you, to say golden, golden lovers. I thought you were about to say golden yes, lovers. Yes, there must like... be golden lovers and golden showers if you're into that kind of thing. And even if you're not, maybe you don't know you are. Try it. It's sterile. Anyway, <laughs> but now I got a list here, and you know I love lists. We've done on the show already top 20 anime heroes, and we had some problems with that list, but now. Oh, yeah. Now, get ready to have even more problems with <laughs> top 20 anime we're about to, villains. We're about, we're about to get it. Let's let's bury people who made content. That's what most content is now, right? Yeah, we're just burying, <laughs> burying, burying other people. This uh, this this list is from CBR.com. Twenty best anime villains ranked, uh, and it was updated April twenty third, twenty twenty three, and that's recent enough that we can bury them, Benel. Bury. <laughs> bury them. I mean, you know, maybe they did a good job. You know, we'll see. Benel Hermosen, let us play the guessing game. Top 20 anime villains. Well, who do you think's on this fucking list? I mean, do I, do I gotta, like, list them all? Because I feel like, uh... The... No, not all of them, just... Just some, um, uh... Who do you think's on this list? Uh, I'm gonna go into assume Itachi's on this list. Uh... I'm Itachi. Itachi Uchiha. I assume Itachi's on this list. Probably. He is not on the list. Insane. Oh, okay. Remember, you, you hate Itachi. He's like he's kind of he's actually like a hero. No, he's not. He's hero aligned, I think. Well, I think in the, in the I think he's considered heroically aligned. Okay, he, so he committed so, the genocide. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, let's go. Pain. Pain is not on this list. It's not on this Uh, King Piccolo. He's not on this list. Frieza. Frieza. Surely, Frieza. You have a, you're not going to have a top anime villain and not have... Frieza's not on this list. Fucking <laughs> 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 Frieza is not on it. Mushi Kabushijin from Demon Slayer. Mushi is not on this list. <laughs> fucking, fucking hey, all right. <laughs> There's twenty names on here. You haven't gotten one. Twenty names. This top twenty, and you haven't gotten one. <laughs> not one of these names are on here. CBR.com, best MA villains ranked. I know CBR. Uh, Vegeta? Not on this list. Insane. Let me help you out. Let me help you out. There's no Dragon Ball on this list. No Dragon Ball. <laughs> Not a one. Dio, Not a one. Dio Brando. Okay, now we're talking. Dio Brando is number nine. Light Yama, give me? JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. 
I'm going to give this to you because this is bullshit. L is number four. Well, I guess she is because, yeah. He's Gri- the antagonist. Okay, Griffin? I guess. Okay, now we're talking. Yeah, Griff- Griffith is, uh, hold on. Sorry, Griffith is number five. Yeah. Okay. He's right next to L, who, by the way, is not a villain, but okay, whatever. You're you're correct. Light is the villain of Death Note, but L is number four somehow. Griffith is number uh, five. Dio is number nine. Uh. There is a Naruto villain on here, just one, and there are no Dragon Ball villains. Is Madara the Dragon Ball villain? Uh, Madara is not on here. I got nothing. Fucking stain. Stain is not on here, but there is a my hero villain on here. Ah, okay. Scar from from Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, he is not on here. Uh, fucking one for all. Yes. Okay. One for all is number ten, right behind Dio. Okay. Uh, so you have four, five, nine, and ten. The Elder Tagoro. Oh wow, that's a great pick. He's not on here. There is a Demon Slayer villain on here. Uh, okay. Demon Slayer. Uh, there is an let's FMA go. Just from Cowboy Bebop. Vicious is number fifteen. I have. Man, they really got there. Like, oh man. Knives from Trigun. Good guess. No, Knives is not on here. Man, I am running out of. I'm running out of specifically Toonami era anime that they could call from this fucking list. There are two. Two villains here from a premiere anime that you have not mentioned yet. You've not mentioned the, this anime at all. There's two villains on this list from that one. Uh, there is another big villain here from a, a big one. There's an FMA one. Uh, there's a One Piece one. And there is a Naruto one. Did I say Madara already? You said Madara already. Uh, so Rokimaru? There you go. Ding, ding, ding. Now, I want to say, uh, this, this offends me. Here's this line. Here's how this starts. Orochimaru is easily the coolest villain in Naruto. They're not, that's not even close to right. That's not even close to what right. What are you talking about? That is coolest. straight up not He's a snake close. pedophile. What's cool about Orochimaru? Oh, Name you- one cool thing about him. Yeah, he's not cool. He's not cool. He's creepy and off-putting. Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> Who thinks Orochimaru is cool? Nobody. Literally, the, and it's canon that no one thinks he's cool. That's why he wasn't going to become the Hokage. No one thinks he's cool. People think Madara is cool. People think Pain's cool. No one thinks Orochimaru is cool. Anyway, so he's number eight, by the way. So you got what? So far. L at number four, Griffith at number five, Orochimaru at eight, Dio at nine, All for One at ten, uh, Vicious at fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me, give me that. Let me help you out here. Uh, so 
Number 20, we got Bertolt Hoover. Attack on Titan. The Colossal Titan. Spoilers. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the Colossal Titan is the first main antagonist in Attack on Titan and was originally believed to be its final villain. Yeah, then, okay. Um, number 19, Shogo Makashima from Psychopaths. I've never watched that show. I don't believe you have either, Benel, so. I have watched Psychopaths. Uh, but I hear good things. I watched Psychopaths. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, word. Then, uh, yeah, I hear good things about it, so. Uh, it's good. Especially I about just, this character. I just. I literally, it didn't even come to mind. Yeah. Sh- uh, sh- yeah, Shogun Makashima from Psychopaths number 19. Number 18, Gilgamesh from Fate. This is your lame. <laughs> You watch a lot more Fate I, than I do. Yeah, I watch a lot. Any. Yeah, I, I watch Fate. I mean, which Fate are we talking about? Are we Fate, Grand Or... Whichever one Gilgamesh, Gilgamesh is in? Oh. Which Gilgamesh? There's like 17 of them. It's just I don't know. <laughs> Fate <laughs> yeah, Zero. If it's from Fate Zero, Fate Stay Night, I could see it. I thought the character was fucking annoying. And but yeah, I guess say he's a good heel because he gets. I just wanted them to get his shit what? Like I wanted them to get beaten the fuck up. Like honestly, I thought I mean, he was that overpowered. Is the of a good heel, isn't it? Yeah, but I I think he was overpowered. Yeah, I'd be this, straight he's, up. He's like OP. And... Yeah, he was straight up overpowered in that show. Like it wasn't fair to the other characters. I don't think any of the characters beat him in a satisfying way. Like, yeah, I don't, he's not a good heel if he never gets his comeuppance, though, right? He, he got his comeuppance, but it wasn't. It was almost like they oh. cheated to get the baby face over. Oh, yeah, that's not what you want to see usually. Yeah, that's not what I want. Um, no. Uh, he wants to use the Holy Grail to wipe out humanity, uh, like a real cunt. Um, I'm not surprised you forgot about this franchise because you're, uh, you, you you're not a huge fan. Uh, Marum from Hunter Hunter. Number seventeen. Yeah, that's that's never gonna. Uh, I you've never yeah you've never I, gotten it to, I, you've never gotten it done. You know what? I I watched the first few episodes. I I've watched some of the later episodes. I just I don't know what the show is. I can't figure it out. <laughs> I literally cannot figure it out. <laughs> I can't figure out what the show is. It's not it's not a Yu Haka show. Is that that's the that's, that's the thing. It's like it doesn't. It's I it's I don't know what the show is trying to be. And I don't think it's trying to be anything. <laughs> That's the thing that gets you. It's like, you're not trying to be anything, but I don't know what you are. I can't, I can't interact with it in any meaningful way is what I'm getting at. Okay, that's fair. Um, anyway, shout out to the Spirit Hunters podcast, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's right, the Spirit Hunters. What's up, Joe and Patrick and, and everyone else? Yeah. Um, number 16, <laughs> Garo, One Punch Man. That's a okay, good one, sure. right? That's a fun yeah. one. We like one punch. We like man. one punch. Um, I already said number fifteen was vicious. Good call there, Benel. Number fourteen. Now here's where you fucked up, Benel. You forgot about Sosuke Aizen from Bleach. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Now there were you're years, absolutely fucking right. There were, <laughs> you forgot about Bleach completely. Uh, now there are years where Aizen would have been like number one on these lists, like in the fucking mid aughts and shit, in the, like the early twenty tens. Isaac would be like number one or whatever. Um, so he's dropped all the way down to 14 in 2023. Um, but yeah, he's always on these lists though. He's always on there somewhere. Um, 
Number 13, here's an interesting one. Merrick from Yu-Gi-Oh. Not even Pegasus. Fucking Merrick. Merrick? Sure. I, I mean, Does Merrick do yeah, anything in Yu-Gi-Oh? What, what's Megan do in Yu-Gi-Oh I, other than go around? Other than, like, walk around going, blah, 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 I'll be, get, I'll get the fucking ring and shit. Like, or, like what does he do? Does he, he, does he have know. any, does he, <laughs> you've been watching Yu-Gi-Oh with fucking Hannah on the. Yes. Yeah, we're in that arc right now. Yeah, he, so far what he's done is he sat in the darkness. He's mind control people from a distance and taunted Yu-Gi while being sitting in a dark throne room. Yeah. Uh, according to the Here's What the Writer Says, Sinister and Bloodthirsty, Merrick enjoyed torturing his victims. For example, spoilers, he does something to one of the heroes. Uh, that's torturous, and, uh, yeah. Fucks him in the butt? It's, Merrick is cool. Pegged him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what he does? A thousand, years, a thousand years of death. Uh, <laughs> Merrick is cool since he depicts the dark potential behind a Millennium item. That's subjective, I think. Um... <laughs> I don't think Merrick is cool. I never heard anyone say Merrick is cool, but okay. Number 12, uh, FMA, you were on the right track, but it was Father from FMA. Oh, uh, yeah. I think those are the two you father. go. I think I think those are the two you go. You either go Father or you go Scar. People hate Envy, too. Envy's real hateable. Mm. Um, but yeah, Father's the big bad, right? So um, There's also Wrath, Wrath, but Wrath is really cool, so... Uh, yeah, Father of the Big Bad of Brotherhood, number 12. Number 11, Captain Blackbeard One Piece, my motherfucker. Blackbeard Sama. Uh, number 10, All for One, my hero. I'll be honest number with you. Dio. I'll be honest with you. This whole list should be mostly One Piece. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far, even as a big One Piece fan. I mean, I mean one, one Piece. You could throw has, Delphi in there for sure. Dude, Delphi's One Piece, split. One Piece has some of the best villains. Like, yeah, it does. It has, it has a lot of really good, really good villains. Um, but you know, they did. They didn't have a one anime per villain rule because they have. Yeah. Uh, well, you'll see coming up here actually. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so continue. Continue. Um, yeah. Yeah. Number ten, all for one. Uh, number nine, Dio. Uh, you know, I feel like Kira from uh, JoJo's doesn't get enough representation. He's a really good villain. Um. Anyway. Number eight, Orochimaru from Naruto. The only Naruto entry on here. Number seven. I hope you love bleach. Because you put more bleach in your bleach so you can bleach while you bleach. Okuria Shafir. Or Shiffer, sorry. I pronounce it like Marina Shafir. <laughs> Okuria Shafir, Roddy's wife. Um, no, Okuria Shiffer, the fourth Espada. People really like Okuria and, um,. Oh no, it's not for me. <laughs> I get it if you're, you know, if you're into goth boys. If you love your goth boys, sure. Okuro represents the emptiness and despair of nihilism. Okay, cool. Uh, number six. <laughs> I hope you love Hunter Hunter, Benal, because you put a Hunter in your Hunter, so you can hunt while you Hunter. Ahsoka Morrow from Hunter Hunter. Uh, I mean, he's a pedophile clown, so yeah, agreed. Uh. And you were never gonna you were never gonna get these top ones, Benel. Number five was Griffith, you got that. Number four was L. You said light, which you were more correct on this article is. Uh number three, Johan Liebert from Monster. What? Have you have you read or what? watched Monster Benel? No. Yeah. What? Yeah. 
He's an infamous anime villain. He's like he's always on these things. He's always like in the top five of these things. What because he is the titular monster of the show. Like the whole show is just about how bad of a guy this guy is. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> like, that's, kind of, that's kind of like the whole point of the show. So he kind of has to be on here. Um, KRL is a big fan of this. She always put it over. It's on. It's a. Uh, it's on Netflix now, so you could watch it. Um, yeah, Johan Lieber from Monster. Number two. Now, this is, if this is not, number two and one are both um, recency bias picks, in my opinion. But I really like number one. Number two is kind of insane to me. Number two is Akaza from Demon Slayer. Now, I understand we all love Rengoku-san. And we're all really sad when he died, and the fight was awesome. But you really gonna put Akaza as the number two anime villain of all time? I you, like in twenty twenty three. That's wild. Why number he two of all time? Why? Like of all time? Because he killed Rengoku. <laughs> that's all he's done. No offense. We like Ren- he killed like the coolest character in, in Demon Slayer, uh, which okay. I mean, Pain killed Jiraiya. I guess we're not like. I don't, like, we're just, fucking, what's her name killed Kite? Spoilers. I don't know, it just feels like, it's because the Demon Slayer movie was so fucking big. Too. Yeah, I guess, it's, I guess, yeah. Yeah, they have to, they gotta get those. No JJK representation. They gotta get those, like, no JJK representation. Yep, yep, as always. Talk about, pe- talk about people I want to hate, fucking. As always, JJK unrepresented I mean, like, I'm, I'm on mad the at a- list. Yeah. Like, I'm mad at Akaza, sure, but, like, I'm real mad at those JJK fuckers. Like, and I'm, like, mad and terrified of them. And, like, Mahito. Anyway. I guess if it was JJK, I would mostly put Mahito so far, from what I've seen. But anyway, number one, Askeladd from Vinland Saga. So, I wouldn't put him number one. Like, this just feels like recency bias. But... He's definitely a really good villain. He'd probably be in the top ten. I think. I think he. I think he, the way he's written, I think he's good enough to be in the top ten. Yeah. I feel like put him number one is a little cheeky, though. Yeah, I feel like. Uh... Um, I don't think. I don't think Ashley's gonna stand the test of time. The way. I mean, Maru's not even on this fucking list, but like, <laughs> even like Orochimaru and All for One and Father and. Blackbeard and uh, Vicious, and who was the other one? I said Eisen, even. Yeah. Meruem. Oh, Askeladd. These folks have stood the t- Dio. Yeah. They've they've stood the test of time. So to put Akaza and Askeladd in here, like above them, I feel like is just. Yeah. I don't know about that, Chief. And to have no Dragon Ball representation. No Dragon Ball. When you have two. Yeah. You put two Bleach villains and two Hunter Hunter villains. Like and you put a cause right. I can understand if it was like one villain per anime. I get it, but like, like the since they broke that rule, like I said, it should mostly be one piece villain or like <laughs> you know, like it, it should mostly be like one piece villains or well, Dragon Ball villains. Or, at least they picked the right one. At least they picked the right yeah, one. Yeah, sure. Although a lot of people would put Dofi Doflamingo, but Blackbeard is, I think the. The, the the choice, the real choice to make. Dofi got that drip. 
goddamn trip. I mean, Dolphin. I mean, they put Griffith all the way up at five. It, but like, didn't he trade it pretty know. much turn Dolphamingo face because he was so over? Not yet. Not yet. No. Oh, okay. They've turned some people face, or like or tweener. But Dolphamingo has not yet turned. But some, you know, he might. He's he's really over. <laughs> he's really evil though. The thing about Dolphamingo. I mean, I guess Crocodile was also really evil, and he's like a tweener now, sort of. Dofi was pretty fucking evil. <laughs> he did some really bad shit. But yeah, those are your top 20 anime villains, Benel. <laughs> there they go again. Uh, we have an email, Benel. Oh, do we? Yeah, we do. Play the email music. It's time for Dragon Right, so we have an email from Eric M. Uh, it says, uh, "Hey ballers, hey Eric, what's up?" It's like this, this is like this thing in anime where like construction workers are always goaded for some reason. <laughs> I think me and Joe were talking oh, about okay. that on the last episode. Uh, because because Goku and Krillin have been working construction. Yeah, and like in anime, construction workers are always like. Uh, yeah, they're goaded. So, <clears throat> hey, ballers, so the deal with construction work in Japan is traditionally it's a day labor job, so you just show up and get paid at the end of the day. I don't think it's really the type of thing with interviews or, or career tracks. That's why a lot of ex-Yakuza work construction. It's pretty much no questions asked. Just do the job and don't fuck up. Not sure how much of that is the case nowadays, but that's the cultural reasoning behind it. Thank you, Eric M., for that info. Uh... I love the idea of Yakuza just showing up at construction sites. <laughs> it kind of makes sense, though. Day labor job, you show up, you hit some stuff. I, I mean, know, yeah. Peace out. Yeah, it's the definition of working class. Yeah. And so with that, Benny G, let us dive into this week's episode of Dragon Ballu. Alright. Dragon Ball episode 19. Alright, you see that? Real glass. Go cry about it because we're watching Dragon Ball. You see this? It's real fucking glass. Cry me a river. Uh, in the idyllic island where the turtle harmer trains his pupil, the bell sounds to start the day, but Goku and Krillin are already up before the sun is, delivering milk with 48-pound turtle shells on their backs through mountaintops, through desert sands, through hungry dinos, through waterfalls. The dude continues to train. Train, train, train. Bigger, stronger, faster, better. That, 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 they don't kill them. Can only make them strong. Get that pump! Get that pump. Uh, we receive a montage of the two training with the narrator telling them that it's been months since the, the duo have arrived on the island and they've begun to acclimate during training. At dinner time, the duo goes to town. Uh, goes it goes to town with helping at the helping of rice. Uh, delicious, delicious rice. Allowing Roshi to drop a dumpling in order to get a peek at Launch's goods. Launch, unfortunately, 
and he's called away to get more race. But the container uh, proceeds to crack the table in half and trap Roshi underneath. These scenes of Roshi um, trying to, like, not just get a peek at, like, okay, uh, you put it very, um, you, you didn't go into details there, but no, that was, that's, you know, that's, uh, I, I, I applaud your choice, but I'm about to tell everybody how fucked up this is. He's using chopsticks to lift her dress and look at her hoo-ha, right? And these scenes are played as if they're building towards, like, a gag. But to me, it's like a horror film mm-hmm. when I watch it. about it every time. <laughs> Master Roshi is like Mike Myers stalking fucking uh, Jamie Lee Curtis or whatever. <laughs> like, that's that's what this feels like whenever he's, like, trying to get a peek at Launch. It's fucking horrifying to me. Here's the thing. I think Launch is 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 good enough to, like, you know, if Roshi play, put some moves on her, She'd be down. Yeah. She seems very innocent. And she seems very innocent. I feel like, weirdly, the blonde launch would be more down than the purple launch. That's fair. Because, like, the blonde launch seems like she fucks. Yeah. Like, she seems like she sits on a man's face. Yeah. Purple head launch, I don't know. Yeah, I guess she, uh, you know, she has to, like, lay, she's laying low from the law at Roshi's place, and Roshi, I, I, wow, that's, I made this even worse, actually. I mean, she yeah. is. She's laying down. She's escaping she's the law. She's escaping the law, and then, you know, Roshi can be like, hey, look, you got nowhere else to go. It's just me and you. What are we going to do here? <laughs> this is becoming, like, the always sunny gag because of the yeah. implication. Well, the implication is if she doesn't have sex with me, I'll turn over to the yeah. authorities. That's hor- that's horrifying, Mac. <laughs> or or Dennis, or I got them mixed up. But yeah, um Are you gonna hurt women? No. But you know, the implication. <laughs> uh <laughs> That is a horrifying idea though, that Master Roshi would like like <laughs> uh that is horrifying. That would I turn guess. her into a into a villain, so you know somehow this is yeah. this this is better. Well, it is definitely better than that. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely better it's, than that. It's, it's I can't say that it's great, it's, it's, but it's better know, than that. Um, could be worse. I don't know. I mean, it is a weird like it's a, you know what this is a weird little makeshift family that Toriyama put together, yeah. isn't it? It's like the, we have the two boys training with Master Roshi. And Toriyama's like, well, you know, I need a lady to be in here. So I'm going to have a split personality chick who Master Roshi will try to get with, but, like, could turn on a dime and try to murder them because that'll be the gag. Yeah. Little Rama one half action, you know? Um, and, you know, honestly, it's it's so weird, but, like, I think we're so used to knowing about it for so long that we just kind of take it for granted. That's just, yeah, of course. Yeah, this is, this is how that works, I guess. That's a normal, very normal family. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, everyone has their has their roles, and uh, at least Launch isn't being arrested. So good for her. 
Yeah, at least well, yeah, at least she's not in jail, though she probably should be. She did commit all those crimes. We don't know what Blonde Launch did. She at the very least robbed yeah. people. Uh, if not killed a whole bunch of people. But um Yeah. What, what with the Budokan no Tenkaichi a month away. Uh Goku calls Roshi uh to the boulder, demonstrating that Goku is able to push it aside. With a mighty show of strength, both Goku and Kratos are able to move the boulder boulder, which impresses Roshi, who muses to himself that he did not think they were actually going to push that boulder as he was not serious when he said it. Um Yeah. What shocked me here, I wasn't shocked that Goku moved the boulder, but then Krillin also moved the boulder. I did not expect that. <laughs> With the boulder push, Roshi reveals that he doesn't mu- have much to teach them in a way of technique, so this was a complete waste of time. Like, he wasn't going to ever teach them to fight, uh, which I like. Uh, I like Roshi going like, hey, I don't know shit about martial arts. I just do weird stuff and it made me strong. Basically, he just said, hey, I worked out a lot and now I'm the best. Yeah, that's it. So just take the basics that you've been doing with the conditioning workout that I've given you and you'll develop your own fighting style. Or she then offers to do a chance to continue their training, but with 88 pound shells instead. That's crazy. Double the weight. He already told you that you're not learning any new techniques with him, so go fuck yourself. Like, he hasn't even shown them the Kamehameha. No. Goku had to to figure it out on his own. He did the Kamehameha once in front of Goku, and then Goku immediately learned how to do it. And instead of refining that technique, you know, he just ignores... We just ignore it. He just doesn't teach Goku any of the proper form of it or whatever. He just... Uh, doesn't teach Krillin the Kamehameha? Yeah. Krillin has to learn the Kamehameha secondhand from Goku. It's kind of bullshit. Yeah. It, it's like, I don't think Roshi was a good teacher. I, yeah, you know, I don't think he was. I think he just kind of used them for free labor around the island. Yes, he did. Hmm. Anyway, uh, to supplement the training, Goku and Krillin go to do their unpaid construction job with their new shells and wonder about their chance of entering the tournament. Meanwhile, in the dark of the woods, Yamcha trains his Roga Fufuken, destroying a boulder. Under the light of the moon, Yamcha prepares to return to the city uh, after his retreat in the mountains. Meanwhile, in the city, Boma's less than happy with Yamcha's disappearance. While on her way home, she almost gets run over by a truck, but is saved by Yamcha, who she mistaken as a pervert. This fucking Balma. I almost said the <laughs> B word. This fucking this Balma. Fucking Balma. How many, how many times would she be dead if she wasn't friends with the most powerful men on the fucking planet? Like, it's one thing when you're on an adventure to get the Dragon Balls and you almost get killed. She literally just almost died fucking shopping. She's about to get. What is wrong with she's her? She's about bro? to get pasted just because she dropped. Let the fruit roll and then pick it up later. Why did she go after the fruit? What the fuck? She's made of mu- her dad's the richest person in the verse. Dude, just just go get more fruit. 
fine. I can't believe she almost got like killed by a van in the Dragon Ball verse. Uh, anyway, Bulma scolds Yamcha for his look and appearance, uh, telling him that she is going to get him a nice clean haircut. Uh, as more time passes, yeah, honestly, go I thought Yamcha looked pretty. I cool. did, honestly, with the beard and shit, with the little peach fuzz mustache and, and the long, long hair, hair, yeah. I thought it looked kind of cool. Now, he wear, I think he only know, wears that outfit once, by the way. He only wears that sort of like uh, uh, key ball. The dark cloak. Yeah, the, 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 the key piao, like, or is that a key piao? What's, what's the male version of the key piao? Fucking, it's not a key. It's a, it's it's like a chang shang. There you go. Fuck it. Yeah, it's, uh, sure. It's a chang shang. You see it all the fucking time in fucking martial arts films. I don't know what it's. I do see it all. You see it all the time. I forget what it's called, bro. <laughs> it's not. Well, it's not the button down because it's not the button down one. Is it? Uh, it is the button down one. Oh, was yeah. it? Yeah. I thought it was the. I thought it was an over. I thought it was like a like a like a hoodie sort of. Thing. Nah, it's like the button up. But without with a hood. It it's the button up with the white co- with the with the uh, high collar and stuff. Oh, okay. Chang, the shang, the it. But it was it's weird because they're not usually they're usually just black. Yeah. But this one was like a weird dark purple. I wouldn't say dark blue. Okay, yeah, yeah. Ah, they do they do come in dark blue. Yeah. That that is. They do come in dark blue. And black. Legitimate, I uh, believe I've legitimately seen you wear one of these shirts. I yeah, have, yeah, <laughs> I right. Okay. I don't remember what they're called okay. though. I mean they're they're the, you know you've seen them if you watch like Bruce Lee movies. Yeah. It's like the, it's the, sh- the dress shirt he wears when he fights the guy at the dojo. It's a yeah, I've always Chinese. See, here's the thing: shirt. Young Beno always thought those shirts looked bad, fucking ass, and wanted to wear one so fucking bad. They are cool, dude. They're, they're, they, still they're badass. badass, and I can't wear them because you know cultural appropriation and shit. I'll give you the pass. Nah, I can't. I can't trust it because I okay. know because I trick white. That's how I trick white people. Okay, I enough. give them a pass, and then they use it around other black people, and then they get in trouble. And I'm like, ha, ha, ha. That's pretty fun. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great. Uh, guys, if you have white friends, trick them. It's fun. It is, it's, it's fun. It's, it's pretty great. It's good, healthy yeah, fun. Yeah, it's pretty great. They, they don't resent it at all. Yo, no lie. I I wanted to. If we were gonna keep like uh, wrestling in twenty twenty without COVID, I wanted to like I wanted to like have that as my like entrance gear. Oh yeah, that would have been Chinese dude. That would have been badass. Yeah, that was like a thing. I was like I was like searching for like plus size. They don't really come in my size. I don't have to tell you. Yeah, (laughs) Chinese people are not usually shaped like me. Which is what can I tell you? But was not always the case. Well, that's true. Historically, no, Chinese people were shaped like you, but that that has no. that has changed. It has very much changed. Yeah, I couldn't find them in my size, so I was looking to see how much a custom one would get. It'd probably be too much. Yeah. Probably be too much to, for the for, for the, the show. Yeah, three times I was gonna wear them. Or whatever. Oh, three times. To- see, this is the thing. Uh, Whenever I buy something for wrestling, I always just like, well, I'm gonna now. I'm wearing that now. That's a good point. I could. Yeah, just, now. Yeah. yeah, if I spent. If I spent that much on it, I probably would just keep yeah, wearing it. I'm just gonna fucking wear it. Why, why not? Anyway. Yeah, you're right. More, t- anyway. more time has passed, and Roshi is prepared to take Goku and Krillin to Metro South for the tournament. Beforehand, he instructs the duo to remove their shells and try jumping and running around. They leap to incredible heights and run at incredible speeds. Meanwhile, Launch presents the duo with swanky new outfits, and uh, Master Roshi drives them all to the airport. Uh, this is the scene that I remember. 
I remember the scene when they take the shells off and they jump in the air and Krillin says, hey, Goku? Goku's like, yeah. Krillin's like, something's different, right? Goku's like, definitely. Yeah, because they leap uh, 500 yards into the sky. And it's uh, pretty wild. Pretty wild. This is, and also, yeah. Launch does give us these really cute... Uh, uh, like, very sharp blue outfits. It's very cute. Launch is kind of their mom. Yeah. It's Goku's first time on an airplane, and uh, Roshi also gets gropey with a steward, uh, which leads him to get a tray in the face after uh, touching somebody's bum. I mean, I... He deserved that, yeah. yeah that's what should have happened. If Roshi was on, uh, if Roshi was on that plane, nine eleven would never have happened. Because he would have groped the steward. Because he would have. I mean, he would have fought everyone. There is a, there's that's a TikTok true. channel that uh, uh-huh. ranked anime characters uh, from who would be able to stop nine eleven. <laughs> he just power scales. He just power scales based on who can stop nine eleven. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, could, like, Yagami Light stop 9-11? Exactly, right? Like, okay, so, like, could Goku stop 9-11? For sure, yeah. but he's kind of dumb. Yeah, because he's dumb, yeah, that's... But like, he still could. Okay, but, like, okay, but could, uh... But could Monkey D. Luffy stop 9-11? How would he stop 9-11? Yeah, yeah. They, that's a question, like... Yes, but... Yes, but... Like we know, Saitama could probably stop nine eleven. Most of them, my hero kids, though some of them can't actually stop nine eleven. Like, okay, I don't think I don't think Tape Guy is gonna do. I don't know, Tape Guy. Tape Guy could do some stuff. Like it would, it would probably be Raka that stops nine eleven. Okay, but Bug Guy wouldn't do. Very no, well. Bug Guy would probably not do very well. Like to stop that. Um, Rock would be really well. Can she? Is her power to that degree, though? It's a whole like she did move an entire building. Okay. Yeah. She did move in like like uh, literally an entire building. She was able to lift it. She could um. Mm. Deku probably could all for yeah, one. D- depends where where in the manga yeah. anime we're talking. Yeah, could all for one. Uh, current Monkey D. Luffy could absolutely stop. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. That's true. Monkey D. Um, could absolutely stop nine eleven. Could Dragon Ball? Could this Goku in this episode stop nine eleven? Probably not. I mean, he could beat up the guys, but then yeah, he'd have to get on the plane. Now, like we're talking like the plane overhead already. Oh, they're not on the plane? They're not on the plane. They have to get on the plane. Oh, that's rough. That's, yeah, see, the power scan is a lot harder. Yeah, that's way different. Yeah, that, that's that's a lot harder. I thought they were, like, on the plane already. Yeah, no, they, they are... Uh, on the plane is, like... And, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you're any kind of anyone, if you're any kind of, like, supernatural creature, you could stop hijackers on a plane. It would be easy. It's like hum- you against humans. It's fine. But you have to start on the ground and then get to the plane. That's the, that, that, yeah, that's, that's the challenge. Rough. 
It's like, could you That's could Yusuke Yurameshi shoot down a plane? Probably not. Actually, we don't know. But if he shot it down, that doesn't say. Does he? Yeah, like, it's like stop. The question is, shot is stop nine eleven, and it's not saving civilians. Is uh, that's a question. Like these, like. Oh, I see. Could Naruto save nine eleven? Could stop nine eleven? Um, Sage Mode Naruto. Sage Mode Naruto probably could say could stop nine eleven. I think definitely Hokage. Yeah, once he gets the same yeah, definitely Hokage nine eleven. I know for a fact that Minato could stop nine eleven. Yeah, he Minato could definitely stop 9-11. Most of the Hokages Most of the Hokages could stop 9 Um, I'm not sure if Tsunade is super equipped to stop. Yeah, well, yeah, well, she, she got the she summon. Got the, yeah, if you have the summon, you... She's got the summon. She has the least mobility of all the That Kages, is true. Anyway. But she does have the summon. Um, yeah, I don't... Uh, yeah. You know who could stop 9-11? Surprise? Sakura. Yeah, I think she could. Um, what about Tanjiro? Tanjiro could. Mm. I'm not Tanjiro so can stop nine eleven. I don't think Tanjiro can stop nine eleven. Mo- mob, mob obviously, obviously could. could stop nine eleven. Yeah, mob's really strong. Itadori Yuji. Yuji can stop nine eleven. Mm. Sakuna might, but he wouldn't want to. He wouldn't. Choji could stop 9 11. Choji? Yeah. He gets really big. And expand. Toto can stop Toto 9/11. Toto can stop 9 11 because. My best. It's like, yeah, like who has clapping, who has teleportation, who has mobility? Uh, Trafalgar Law can stop 9 11. Mm, yeah, definitely. Okay, what about. Um, Who's the blonde kid in Mob Psycho? T- t- uh, Taruki. T- yes. Could Taruki is he powerful enough to stop nine eleven? I think he is. Yeah, is Taruki powerful? He's pretty powerful. Moop. Oh, moop. Can the uh, y- Yami Yugi stop? Probably not. Probably not. He could. Ru- he could. <laughs> he'd be on the plane, on top of the plane, playing Yu Gi Oh when crash into that. I think if he's on the plane, he could be like hijackers. Want to play a game? Yeah, I guess I guess I could. Work. If I win this game, you stop hijacking this car. I will banish you to the um, shadow realm. Mind crush. Um. Anyway, what happened next in uh? What's, what's going on, in Dragon Ball here? Because <laughs> uh, so so they arrive to the tournament hall. Uh. Uh, while the tournament hall waiting to sign up, Goku runs into Yamcha uh, and introduces Krillin to Yamcha. Yamcha has a new haircut. Goku also runs into the rest of the gang and catches Roshi up uh, and catches everyone up on what he's been up to. Roshi tries to get him a little pafu pafu from Bulma, only to get malleted. Uh, and then the next morning, the preliminary matches begin uh, before Goku and Krillin fight. They are given the special gi with the tarot helmet symbol. This is the first time we see Goku's famous orange and blue gi. Um, yeah, it's iconic, bro. It's so iconic. Oh my god, bro. A gong is rung, and it is time for the Tenkaichi no Budokan at Oda City Gym. We couldn't afford the Budokan. Ticket sales last year was very low. <laughs> 
Follow me, you bastards. I'll take you to the Budokan. He didn't, he didn't take him to the Budokan. Yeah, he, he couldn't take him to the Budokan. They they didn't arrive to the Budokan until, like, years later, too. Well, this is the belt off him, like, too yeah. quick. What are you going to do? Um, they also couldn't sell out the Budokan, either. They they tried, but they couldn't. Yeah. You were supposed to save Noah! I'll never forget that. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Ma'am, he's 27 years old. Um, and that's uh, that's the episode 19. That is episode 19. All right, so now it's time to get to everyone's. Wait, actually, wait. No, we gotta rate it first. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, episode 19. Uh, Dragon Ball episode 19. The tournament begins, but didn't actually begin. It begins next time. Uh, I'm gonna give this a solid. Three out of seven. No. This is also three out of seven for me. It was a lot of pipe. Just a little bit of a transition. Transition episode. With a headlock to a wrist lock. To a hammer lock. Back to a headlock. Yeah. Yep. They jumped really high. And Yamcha was gone and then he was back. And then they all met up at the tournament. And that's it. Um, so, yeah, next time we're going to start to get into some fun stuff. But for now, three out of seven, where's this one, Lace? And now it's time for everyone's favorite segment. Plugs! When I take the train of humor, I won't be dead past the hour. And I'm taking this criminal to justice. And hope his posse doesn't kill me on the way. Uh, but I would say, <laughs> give the people your dates and your deeds, brother. Hello, brother, 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 brother. I am going to be, uh, so the next time you're going to see me is, uh, September 15th in New York. I am part of the movie. I'm part of the Q&A panel for the Cassandra film, which is being released, uh, as a special screening, uh, more details as it comes out. Um, yeah, I'm very excited to be featured in this uh, Q&A presentation. We're going to be watching the movie, and then we'll be talking in, uh, my experiences as a luchador. Please come out uh, on September 15th for Cassandro. Cassandro! Cassandro! Man, when Sean Trouty shared that shit in the Discord, bro, I was so hyped. So cool. Yeah, it's going it's to be great. Um, awesome. Cassandra, by the way, uh, we should explain. I'm sure people out there don't know. It is an upcoming film about a luchador and specifically about um, oh, what, sorry, what's the phrase I'm going to be now? Uh, Exotico. Uh, the first opening queer, Exotico. Stars uh, Gael Garcia Bernal and Bad Bunny. Yes, the legend. Bad Bunny. Right. Yes, openly gay, Exotico. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's real cool stuff. Patreon.com slash BOSpod. If, uh, $5 gets you all the Yu-Gi-Oh! content, we can talk about all the machinations of Merrick, the 12th best anime villain of all time. Better than people such as, uh, Gilgamesh, Meruem, 
Vicious, and Sasuke Aizen. Yes, I did have to bring the list back up to see <laughs> who he was ahead of. Don't question me. Uh, also, you can listen to uh, Talking Naruto, hosted by yours truly and yours truly, um, present company included. And of course, there is the Professional Wrestling Podcast, hosted by me and Katie Rose Leon. Man, there's a lot to talk about. CM Punk's been fired. Uh, it's a wild time. It's the Wild West in this motherfucker. And in the Wild West, hopefully, the hangman cometh. Also, <laughs> God, I have a lot of podcasts. You can listen to Red Plus Blue Equals Pod, hosted by me and Mike Fallick. That's right, if you were here, if you listen to Mike Fallick talk me into joining the Red vs. Blue podcast, uh, he succeeded uh, with his charisma role. And so, that's a real podcast now. Uh, you can listen to that. Uh, that's on YouTube and also uh, wherever podcasts are found. And speaking of YouTube, my YouTube channel um, is at Lost in Comedy. Go youtube.com slash at Lost in Comedy. Um, I'm going to be uh, posting more stuff on there. Podcast stuff, full episodes, clips, Let's Plays, videos about my me playing tabletop RPGs and stuff. And, uh, yeah, all types of fun. So head over there and hit subscribe. That's uh, it for us here this week. Betty G, uh, until next time, when we'll have another episode of Ballin' Out Super.